Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Star Road Podcast Snapback Edition, in which I rock a black Oceano Revelation snapback and Tyler rocks whatever the fuck is on top of his head. How you feeling, a cheap, Tyler? Ha- a cheap hat from the beach. <laughs> it looks like a ten dollar hat. It looks from very the beach. surfy. Yeah, you look like a surfer, dude. Yeah. Today is a great day to do a great recording of a great podcast, Tyler. <laughs> How does that sound? It sounds really good. Um, I think we're feeling a really positive, upbeat energy today. We've kind of just hung out and played video games all morning um, and just like caught up and everything. And that's been really nice. Absolutely, man. We got a lot to talk about today. and uh, We really do. Uh, <sighs> The beginning of it all is the biggest thing, I think. Uh, We had a big drop this past Friday for the Switch. We did. Uh, And that's Pokemon Legends Arceus. Now, the first impression... We're speechless. (laughs) We're speechless about this game. Absolutely, (laughs) dude. Uh, We're going to be talking about that a bit. Uh, And we've got some news to cover. Today's discussion is kind of a new thing we're going to do from time to time that Tyler actually brought to the table. And that's a character spotlight. Uh, It hit me like a bolt of lightning. And uh, I think you should let the people know what the first character spotlight is going to be shown upon. It probably saw in the title, but it's Yoshi in case you're streaming along, just binging, which Godspeed, if that's the case. Absolutely. Uh, it's Yoshi, the man, the dinosaur that everyone loves. I don't even know where to start. I mean, there's only one place to start and it's the, the namer of this podcast. And Yoshi actually, uh, plays a pretty big part in the star world, star road area, um, of the game that we're going to talk about, which is super Mario world. Yep. That'll be first up on the discussion, man. And then today, the top five. It's a pretty big one, honestly. Uh, Yep. It's top five ports, and that's flat out, plain and simple, ports. Yep. (laughs) We've talked about this subject a while ago. Um, not, Not a top five list, but just ports in general, and we've talked about ports we wanted, but... We've never done a top five list of ports, surprisingly, so it seems like a perfect time for it as we get, you know, further along. We've seen a lot of major ports recently. I know I have a few recent ones on my list, but a few older ones as well. Definitely. Uh, so, yeah, man, pretty excited, pretty excited. Definitely, man. But I think we should start out with our first impressions on Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, I... Went on a journey to get my copy of this game this morning. Um, well documented. So I've only I've only gotten to play it for maybe like forty five minutes, as you know. So unfortunately, my only first impression is the graphics, the music, the movement, the really technical stuff, and you know the first very little bit of story. But um, I'm in love with it so far. We're gonna do a full review next episode. Um, that'll be our big discussion. So yep. there will be more to come because obviously I have not played very much. I know you've played a good bit more, but you're still not 
super duper far into it either. Yeah, I'm gonna um, uh, I'm gonna continue playing, but I haven't gotten to play deep deep into it. But I gotta tell you, man, from what I've seen, uh, my mind is just blown. I can't wait to cover the whole game. Yeah, it it is incredibly gorgeous. The music is fantastic, and just the movement in it feels just so amazing. Obviously, when we first saw the trailer for this game, we compared it to Breath of the Wild. You know, this was never out of left field, but it feels even more that way now that we actually have it. Definitely. Like 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 I said, a combination of that and Xenoblade, it's, it's mm-hmm. highly similar. Yeah. Uh, first impressions are great, though, I think, from the both of us, man. Yeah, really excited to play it more over the next couple weeks um, and really be able to dig into it for a review. I'm about as excited to do that one as I was about Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, man. Definitely. Be honest with you. Definitely, especially after playing the game for a little bit already. Totally. Uh, But next up, we had a big inclusion to the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack. Specifically the N64. Yeah, really excited for this one. And that is Banjo-Kazooie. It's so funny because we've talked about this game a lot, but I never actually owned this. I've always played all the Banjo games, either rented or at a friend's house as a kid. I had Tui, but now I'm an owner of Kazooie and Tui. Yep, so... This is going to be my first actual chance to really play start to finish, you know, on my own save file sort of situation. I've played bits and pieces. Um, but yeah, really looking forward to that. You'll certainly enjoy it. It's a great game, man. Uh, but as of January 20th, that's available. They're starting to roll out these games, man. They, they gave us that little short list of the additional games. Crystal Shards will be coming. I'm sure that's going to be timed up, you know, with this year being the anniversary and everything, you know. Definitely. Uh, So every time they come out with a new 64 game, we're going to be talking about it on here. That's a guarantee. My fiance could not be hyper about the Crystal Shards upcoming. Uh, She keeps asking me about it. I'm right there with her. Yeah. (laughs) Such a great game. No doubt, bro. The next thing, a Cuphead... Netflix trailer. Yeah. Yeah, this this is something that I'm actually really interested in. Me too. I watched the trailer, dude, and uh I feel like no matter what it I'm going to watch it cuz it's a Cuphead show. Definitely. Just the, the con- animation. Just the concept. Is yeah, yeah. Uh it's stylized a lot like the game and that's what you would want. Uh, yeah. So it should be great. Uh, it says uh, it's going to be 12 episodes uh, for at least the first season. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, what's even better is they got Wayne Brady voicing King Dice. Yeah, should be pretty interesting. Just, just a, a funny little mention, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you see Wayne Brady on board. Suddenly the, the ears perk up. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, man. Uh, we'll see what's up with the with the Cuphead Netflix show. It's funny. Uh, Netflix is doing all these game shows, you know, like Castlevania. Now Cuphead mm-hmm. seems like they're kind of harboring the video game animated series these days. Yeah, they did. Um, 
they did the one for League of Legends too. The name is escaping me. Oh no shit! I didn't see that. Yeah, they have a show with League of Legends characters. I feel really dumb because it's extremely popular. Um, a lot of people say it's really good. I don't give a shit about League of Legends, so I wouldn't even know. Neither do I. But I've heard it's even for not like a League fan or someone familiar with it. Like it's still pretty good. But I have not seen it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what's up. Cuphead show. We're there for. We love Cuphead. Yeah. Do we? Ha- did we get any kind of? timing on the release of that i can't remember february 18th actually oh okay that's not too far at all nope but i think it is time to move into the character spotlight number one. Oh man <laughs> how do we approach it we're talking about yoshi he's green he's a dinosaur if you are listening to this podcast, you probably know who he is. Uh, it's funny how you were you were talking about the roots of Yoshi with the podcast. Definitely. Uh, you know, you should kind of revisit that thought, really, getting into this. That was, uh, we weren't doing the discussion segment at the time, but that was really the best way to, to go into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I was telling you this just before, like... I think that Super Mario World, like, is, is, it's, if we're starting chronologically, this was Yoshi's first game appearance, right? Um, but for me, it's also the best one just because of the interesting variety of different abilities Yoshi gets. It's kind of like they just did a little bit of everything with Yoshi. And um, it really made for some interesting mechanics and kind of ways to solve the levels. So. Um, and just the secret exits and everything, some things you need Yoshi for. So he was a big, big part of that game. And like, I would say most of the core game mechanics kind of in a way revolve around Yoshi, at least for a good percentage of the levels. So uh, that's that's all there really is to say. I mean, and, you know, Star Road in the game is a perfect example of that, because that's like all of the game's interesting mechanics kind of on display. So... And those are, you know, those are just some really, really fun, some fun Yoshi levels, man. That's that's all it really is. Yeah, it's funny because this was like his first time not just appearing on screen. Uh, But for a debut, he was pretty interactive. I mean, like Mm -hmm. as far as Mario interacting with Yoshi, you know, like uh, like you said, there was a lot of shit that you could only reach with Yoshi and a lot of things you could only do with him. It was... very innovative how they brought him in. So you could have played, you know, there's so many things they could have done with him. But I love that they started him off the way that they did because he's right off the bat lovable. Because he's, I mean, dude, he's there for you. Like, have you ever <laughs> felt safer on a video game than when you're sitting on Yoshi? Like you're, you're big Mario with your cape on sitting on Yoshi. It's invincible. You've never felt it's safer. Yeah. You throw in the fireball shell or uh, yeah. the flying shell. Yeah. It's a done deal. And it just feels so satisfying just to pick the fruit off of the bushes as you're going. I mean, you know, Absolutely. You know what it is, dude. I don't need to tell you. <laughs> and the dragon coins. I mean... I feel like those are stylized towards Yoshi. I know that there's like, uh, 
some debate about that kind of or it, it's I'm gonna have to agree with you. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I dude, I always see Yoshi. Yeah. Well, like I don't know. I I I guess it's up for debate. But to me, that's all what it's always represented because it was part and parcel with Yoshi being a big part of the game. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, even without a visual reason, you could almost associate the two regardless. Yep. yep. Because you get your first Dragon Coin and your first Yoshi in the game, like, almost at the same exact time. Yep. But uh, an interesting thing... Uh, that happened with Yoshi is getting to play him as the character, as the main yeah. playable character. And one of my favorite games of all time, which most of these, I mean, a lot a lot of my favorite games are Yoshi games, it seems, you know, after we went through this list. Uh, or games no featuring question. him for sure. Uh, Starting to get a little suspicious. But we're now talking about the second Super Mario World, which was Yoshi's Island. The people yep. wanted more Yoshi. Like we said, everyone loved it. And guess what, man? We got a we got a platformer that stands up to Mario, stands up to any Mario platformer, really. I mean, as far as fun and uh in, in this case, dude, the visuals and music in this game were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, most definitely. We've talked before about how they needed the, you know, the super FX chip to even run this thing. Yeah. I mean, that really says a lot about the fidelity of the, you know, graphical content. It's crazy. Uh, like, props to the artists behind these Yoshi games. Like, you know, this main series Yoshi's games, the backdrops and all that. Like, they did a fantastic job with the artwork. They really gave Yoshi his own style different from anybody else. Definitely. And I think they totally understood his significance looking at the love and care that went into his games. Definitely. You know, it's like, it's like they put stock into a movie star, you know, and, and yep. they, they let him shine, dude. And he certainly did uh, a big, interesting thing we're going to get into after we mentioned Super Mario RPG, you got to ride Yoshi again. I remember the Yoshi races. Uh, that's some of the most nostalgic shit to me on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Cool to ride Yoshi in a 3D world because we'd see that in the future as well. Uh, but a big jumping off point we got was Yoshi being a playable character. Now that is something that's going to come up consistently from this point forward. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, and that's starting with Super Mario Kart playable character you can finally select yoshi from a roster and play him in a multiplayer game or you know a single player game not not to say you haven't functioned him before but this is one of those new mario sports situations where you got a nintendo lineup yep and he's integral yeah. to everyone uh, i can recall Definitely. so many games where my like option my main option was yoshi same. Yeah, we were talking about that beforehand. Like Yoshi is one of my go to's in many different games. I mean, once 
we're going to get further along into stuff like smash and everything, but yep. even just in the, even just in the early sports games, like I've always <coughs> gravitated towards Yoshi as my first or second pick, like pretty much always. I mean, it just feels so natural. Yeah. As an adult, I gravitate to Mario and then Yoshi's a secondary. And I feel like that's on everything. Even on Mario Golf, that like we've been yeah. doing recently. I mean, the first superstar set I got was Mario. The second I made sure to get Yoshi, no question. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still working on all those. The medals that they brought into that game, not to get too far off track. We got to talk about uh, Mario Golf at some point. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> we almost made it an entire episode without Mario but Golf, we're on man. topic we're on topic because we're talking about yeah, Super yeah. Mario we're Kart little... we're talking about Yoshi being playable in these games yep yep but <sighs> Yoshi would never need to be like he's always near the top of the list just because he's so friendly and just I feel like that's the biggest part of the character is you just feel so friendly with him and it makes you want to just like have him on screen. I don't know. You're right. I think there's just something so nice about it. That goes back to what you were saying about how they gave him like his own personality. So, Mm -hmm. so on like super Mario world, he was maybe lacking personality, right? Sure. But now he has a totally defined personality and it's very joyous. You know, at the same time, in Super Mario World, the entire whole first level that you start on in the game is Yoshi's house. And you get a full blast of who Yoshi is and what he's about right off the bat, just by looking at his house. He is a star of the show. So, I mean, he really is. Any, anyway, yeah. Um, That's an excellent point you bring up, though, I gotta say, dude. Yeah. But there's so many games that we're going to come across where we can play as him. So that's just a disclaimer. I mean, uh, and he's notable in every one, like I said. Uh, Moving on to the 64, I want to start with one that's really important. Mm -hmm. And that's Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So (laughs) Yoshi was, was someone that I really found myself gravitating towards very early on in the smash 64 time before I even owned the game, which I didn't until recently. Um, I find myself like in every iteration of smash. I mean, we can talk about it, you know, separately together. Like Yoshi is just one of the most fun characters in smash. He's so easy to pick up and play for me. Yeah, I really liked playing Yoshi on 64 and still do. But any of the other games I've played, I haven't really gravitated to playing them, honestly. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I love... I mean, yeah, I would say in all in all iterations of Smash that I've played, I've, I've had Yoshi on hand in all of them, really. And that, that's pretty much every single one except Brawl. Um, it is really the games that I have the most experience with, but yeah, just a big fan of Yoshi in those games. Yeah, man. And the 64, uh, we're going to get to Yoshi's story because that's a really big one to both of us and to a lot of people. But yeah. a quick mention, this would be where he started being playable in Mario party, mm-hmm. which as always, he is 
top of the list for who I would pick if I were to fire up Mario Party right now. Definitely. Absolutely. I played a lot of Mario Party 4 on the GameCube and I was 100% Yoshi all the time. Oh, dude, I played that so much. That was the one with the microphone. No, it was... I think that was five or six that had the mic. Four was like the the first one on the GameCube that was just pretty much straight up like Mario Party. No no new stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, if uh whichever one had the mic, that's the one I played. But uh Yoshi's story, let's just let's just talk about it, Tyler. Yeah, this is a game that's got a history with us in specific. Uh, the subject of one of the most controversial uh, trades of of our friendship in terms of not controversial in a negative way, just like it was it was it happened, but it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, um, dude. So, look, yeah, let's just be open about it. I mean, this is this is Yoshi's time to shine. I mean, let's run it down. You know, it's it's funny how some of this has been documented. It's true. Yeah, we have talked about this previously on the podcast. But I mean, let's be transparent, man. Like, take us back. Take us back to the okay. beginning. Well, as I remember it, when we were kids, one time, I can't remember if I had moved away from town or if I still lived there. And this was the latter part of when I lived there. Um, but I was at your house, I think, staying overnight. I had Yoshi's story with me. We played all night Yoshi Story and Mario Tennis 64. Like all night, all the next morning, got very little sleep. Just those two games back and forth. That's how I remember it. And uh, at the end, I was like, we, we kind of had like a tradition. I never really thought about this, but like every time we had one of these situations, we ended up trading a game or something or very, very frequently. That's interesting, huh? Because nowadays we don't exactly meet up and trade something. No, definitely not. But <laughs> so that happened. And uh, I left Yoshi's story there. And was under the impression that we were trading for Yoshi's Story for Mario Tennis. And then, you know, life transpired. Things took place. Like, our lives were, you know, we had very little control over them at that time. Being, what, seven, eight-ish? Yeah. Somewhere in there. So, yeah. No more than Um, ten. I never actually really looked that negatively on it. I did kind of mostly forgot about it, to be honest. Um, but yeah, until recently, like when we started like just catching up on Nintendo games and talking about retro and stuff, like I, it kind of jogged my memory about it. So that's that's my recollection. I don't know if you have a different. No, like, I mean, and, and we documented on this podcast the, me returning it to you in the care package. Yep. yep. And I still have it. It's uh, it's not here with me right now. It's at my new house. But and I have yes. um, I have a Japanese copy of it, which I swapped the back with South Park. So, because I won't <laughs> sacrifice. I, I won't be playing South Park <laughs> on sixty four anytime soon. So that's fine. I definitely will will be popping in Yoshi's story though. And I, I even told you, man, it's so funny how playing it in Japanese doesn't change the experience one single bit and that's something yeah. that can't be said for every game 
especially when it comes to 64, you know, games get a bit more in, you know, a little bit more depth to them than just platforming and whatnot. Storytelling mm-hmm. yeah. with Yoshi's story. All of the story is just really blissful. That's all, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, um, but it's not needed to pro- progress and it makes sense. So I, I, I got to say, man, just glad to both have Yoshi's story. It's the game of a lifetime. Yep. Uh, moving on, just wanted to mention on the Game Boy Color, uh, Mario Tennis. It was exciting to play Mario Tennis and have the RPG Camelot amazing world we get from them. Uh, where's the Golden Sun tea? Okay. <laughs> We're not going to talk about Golden Sun, sorry. It's it's I'm only mad because you didn't I didn't even have to say anything. You know where my mind was already. I can see your it's face. It's really it's almost annoying. I can see your face. I just know. <laughs> oh man. But uh anyway, <laughs> you get to the end of the, you know, the story mode and you start to be like, "Holy shit, I'm playing against Mario and DK and, you know, these Nintendo heavy hitters, Yoshi being one of them. Suddenly you get that feeling you got on the 64 where you can play as, you know, Mario and DK and all these characters. Man, Yoshi was a step one pick for me on Game Boy Color when I'm playing just a exhibition, hardest difficulty, whatever. And I'm picking a character. No doubt. Yoshi, I'm going straight for it. Uh, but Was Boo in that game? No. Sad. Nope. They were very specific, man. It was like DK, Mario, Luigi, Peach. Yoshi. I don't know about Yoshi. I'm telling you, it was very specific. Hmm. I, I, I want to say they had Waluigi. I could be wrong. <laughs> uh, but moving along, man, we saw, we, we once again, we got the amazing port of Yoshi's Island on Game Boy Advance. Hmm. Uh, that's going to have to happen. I, I might have to get that again, just to own that. That that blue cartridge is burned into my brain. Uh, and another thing, man, you know, I thought about it. I, I might even own Mario Golf. I've lost track of what 64 games I have. But if I don't have Mario Golf on 64, I might need to, to grab that. If you can. Luckily, it's on the um, Switch Online, blessedly. <laughs> Uh, but that was just a thought when we passed that up. Uh, the GameCube. We saw him in Sunshine, man, and it was so good to see him. Am I right? Absolutely, yeah. It, it was a totally new concept for Yoshi. Like, as far as I remember, this is the first time you've ever had, like, a timer on your Yoshi ride. Yeah, e- either way, the... You see Mario in a new 3D game, new 3D engine. If Yoshi's rideable in any way, you love to see it. Yeah, and but I know that um, RPG, you know, that was 3D in a certain way and Yoshi was rideable, but he was not really rideable at all in 64. So Sunshine was kind of like the big, like main series 3D reveal for you absolutely yep like on rpg it was isometric really 
Yeah, correct. But, but yeah, and that wasn't a main series game per se either. Yeah. So so on sixty four, he just appeared on the rooftop, man. But uh, you know, yep. I'm so glad we got a three D model for Yoshi on sixty four. It looks so crazy, but yeah, I love it's it. So perfect. I live for that. Yeah. I really do. Like I do too. <laughs> it's incredible. It's, it's so funny how different he looks on Smash in the same game, though. But in the same way, he, or in the, not in the same game, but on the same console. You know. Yeah, I mean? yeah. But in the same way, they kind of kept him looking like that a bit. You know what I mean? On on Smash sixty four. Yeah. That's so funny that you would use the word crazy to describe how he looks. <laughs> uh, uh, but did you play Yoshi's Island DS? No, I did not. I did, and I loved that game. Absolutely. I mean, that was a, just moving along with the incredible mainline Yoshi's Island games. Mm-hmm. Always good. Uh, Super Mario 64 DS was huge. Yeah, that was that was crazy because Yoshi was like Yoshi was the first playable character in the game. And it was kind of like shocking almost when you put in the game with no knowledge of it. You start up a new save file expecting to be playing as Mario and you're playing as Yoshi. I mean, it's a totally different take on the game. Absolutely. And I think that magical touch really like 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 we were pulled in, man, but that brought it over the edge no question and then to have like the flutter mechanic like yoshi would have that was crazy that's, that's one of the few games that i ever like fully 100 percent completed the first time playing through it like i just went and went through every single bit of that game immediately definitely dude that was that's the game I got with the DS, man. And and if Same. I didn't have another one, I probably would have still been so happy. Yep. That is a must own. Uh, Mario Hoopster on three. Tight to see uh, Yoshi balling. <laughs> I mean, like he should be, right? <laughs> I still never played a hoops game. I really want to. Dude, I, I really wish that there was like an online emulator alternative. <laughs> Uh, for us to play hoops one on one on three on three, man, that'd be crazy. That'd be absolutely fantastic. Uh, but Mario Kart DS, quick shout out, dude. I played a lot of Yoshi and Mario, but I used to rock the cucumber on DS. That's a very fond memory to me. Mm-hmm. And it was a fantastic game. Mario Kart DS is one of the strongest titles in the series, honestly. Yeah, definitely. And we t- we were talking about New Super Mario Bros. earlier and the lack of a rideable Yoshi. Now, yep. New Super Mario Bros. is one of my favorite games of all time. I champion the New Super Mario Bros. series highly. I know you do also. Uh, but we were really shocked to to see Yoshi not rideable. Oh, on the yeah, first definitely. one. I mean, that's just one thing, you know. Uh, so that's a bit of a, you know... An RIP to no rideable Yoshi there, but we had a great time. But going along and seeing him in other Smash games, Brawl, uh, you know, just moving on with the Smash, really. You can cover, we covered Yoshi on Smash. Uh, yeah, um, <coughs> I, I was actually going to, when we get to 3DS, I was going to talk about Yoshi on Smash 3DS because Yoshi and Lucina were my two mains on that game. Like, I... 
I would say Yoshi was 1A, 1B. That was my two preferred characters to play. I don't know, something about the 3DS and Yoshi, like mm-hmm. the mechanics of playing him on Smash, it was it was perfect for me. I feel that, dude. I, you know, I was playing Diddy on 3DS. We played some 3DS at one point, but man, we should do that again soon. <laughs> we should. What a, fun, what a fun Smash game. Oh, yeah, dude, definitely. That's I have Smash 4 as well. Before the Switch uh, was a thing, that was the Toilet Hero. <laughs> and you know it, dude. Yeah. Shout out to yep. uh, New Super Mario Bros. Wii for having him rideable. We'd start, <laughs> yeah, we'd start seeing him rideable in the series, and that's what we love to see. Uh, but moving on to the 3DS, Yoshi's New Island is a is a game I actually purchased for the love of my life, and I've played myself. It's actually sitting in my 3DS right now because uh, nice. I was in the, never played I was in the middle of playing it. it. You can expect any game with the word Yoshi and Island in it to be a 10 out of 10, basically. I mean, yeah. it, you know, but just like the new Super Mario Bros. games, you just know what to expect. Uh, so, yeah, fantastic. Uh, the Wii U, we have some big mentions. Uh, one that you were really, really high on is Wooly World. Yeah, I didn't actually play Wooly World. I played Crafted World on the Switch, but I just love the... That's right, Crafted World, my bad. Yeah, the, I love the art style that they went with for the Wooly Yoshi. I think it's amazing. It's the costume I most prefer to play on Smash and... I love Yoshi's Crafted World. That's a great two-player game to uh, to play with a significant other or anything like that. So it is a great if you haven't game. Played it, I think you can play the demo for for Crafted yeah, World. Yeah, there is a demo, and I um, highly advise people download that. Yeah, I played the demo, and it it got me to purchase the game um, full price. I downloaded it digital, um, and I really really like it. So yeah, highly recommend. I have not purchased Crafted World, but that is on the short list of backtracking as far as Switch purchases for sure. It's not long from being available on some really deep sale digitally, I feel. Oh, I'm trying to own it physical though. That's fair enough. It's a beautiful game. Yep. Uh, so that was a good one. And moving on, uh, I mean, here we are. The Switch, I mean, Yoshi's here. It kind of makes you wonder if we get a Switch Yoshi's Island. That would be something else, too. Yeah, we haven't really talked about anything like that. Uh, but that would be something. I mean, they, they've definitely been consistent on the handhelds with it. Now, they yeah. consider the Switch a hybrid, so I think they would tr- they treat it more of a console. So we might not see a Yoshi's Island game, but a man could dream. I mean, you know it'd be great. Even just a Yoshi game with the new Super Mario Bros. U engine. Yeah, give us more Yoshi. Or give us a 2D Mario game with Yoshi in it. Definitely, but I want to play as him. Like, I'm, I'm fine with riding him or whatever, but I want to play as him, man. Imagine if they did a new a newer game that is like runs on a similar engine to New Super Mario Bros, but had different play, like had more of a SMB two vibe where you're playing with the four different characters and stuff. Hmm, that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, 
obviously Yoshi wasn't uh, one of those four characters, but in, in the modern day, I think he definitely would be. Definitely. Uh, so far off the beaten path, but it just <laughs> speaks Yoshi. to the desire. I mean, it is what it is, man. It speaks to the desire to have a a Yoshi playable game for the Switch. Like, Crafted World is awesome. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, what a world it would be if the same year we got like Kirby Odyssey, we got an epic Yoshi platformer. <sighs> and does, Or even next year. I'm not too picky. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not in a big rush either. Because we're getting Breath of the Wild this year too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and Donkey Kong, I mean, like, dude, honestly, at this point, 3D, 2D, 2.5D, don't give a shit, man. Whenever they announce a Donkey Kong game, I'm popping off. We are yeah. popping off on this podcast. Legit. I don't think they'll ever do another 3D one. Not for a long nah, time. They will. They certainly will do. They're going to do it for sure. No, bring rare in. All they need to do, uh, rare, rare. From what I understand, the, rare isn't what it used to be, my brother. I the golden age of a rare is is done. Sad, uh, but and and I'd love to be wrong about that. That's just what I've heard. But it's Yoshi time. I mean, like like this is it, bro. Give us a Yoshi platformer. That's all we got to say. Closing out character spotlight number one, Yoshi. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, but on to a top five that oh, man. is of epic proportions. Yeah. So <laughs> just right off the bat, Sterling, I just want to fire this off and then we just move straight into the list. Okay. Let's do it. This is our opinion. We had a lot of discussion before this episode about what constitutes a port. Um, What we settled on was games that were released from originally released on a different system. They're brought to a new system at a later date. And the, for me, my, my thought was the engine or mechanics of the game are like 90 to 95% similar. Would you agree with that? Totally. Okay. So everything on my list kind of sticks to that. Uh, some of these ports, are, they're going to have additional little things, but overall the the game is the same. So that's, that's my caveat on that. Anything to add, Sterling? Not at all, man. Pretty much everything on my list is what you would expect. The game's moved over or it is made available from a prior version. Uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. No remakes or anything like that. Just Correct. plain old ports. Yep. Um, well, then tell me about your number five, Sterling. Well, first we have to tell the people about oh, our honorable so, mention. Oh man, how could I forget? How could I forget uh, the shared honorable mention once again? Uh, this one had to be the beginning life's blood of the Star Road podcast. So crazy. It had to be on the list. Super Mario 3D All-Stars. You can yep. you can call us cheaters for including three games in one. But this package was the king of ports. This is the dream port package. Absolutely. And usually That's all there is to say. Usually when we do these collaborative honorable mentions, it's because we know it's gonna be on the list. We just know it's got to be getting, you know, it's got to be out of the way. 
Shout out to Nintendo for after the fact adding pressure sensitivity to the GameCube control scheme and also allowing us to change the inversion of the camera. Absolutely, but I thought you were about to be so negative, dude. No, I no, thought you were going to say shout out to Nintendo for adding Super Mario 64 to the online afterwards. Not at all. Not at okay. all. That's just so funny. I, I agree. That was cool that they supported Sunshine like that. They listened and heard people's frustration with that, and they made it happen pretty relatively quickly, within a month or two. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it was not not too long after. So, yeah. Anyway, now, Sterling, please, would you tell me about your number five? You want to know about my number five? You know when you look at your list, it's so hard to to decide an order, and you know you don't have one. I have to put mine down five to one, or I will not. I will not be able to decide in the moment. Mm. Well, I just want to start it off with Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze on the Switch. Okay. All right. Yep. That is because I I love Donkey Kong Country. It doesn't matter. I, you know, the original is obviously where my heart is. When they started and the games after that, all of them are equally great. People mm-hmm. champion two, three. I'm, I'm really not in the argument. I think that kind of like we said about all great. the Yoshi's you Island games. You can pick games, up and play any Absolutely. Of them. Just like the Yoshi's Island games, the new Super Mario Bros. games, there's not a question. If it's a Donkey Kong Country game, those words are in the title, it will be good. And great even. So I didn't have a Wii U as we've spoken about. Tyler is a Wii U owner. I don't have that many games for it, though. Yeah. Have you played Tropical Freeze or no? Oh, I see. Not at all. Well, that's the thing. Uh, This port had to make the list because, first of all, I I crave Donkey Kong content. We both are in the same boat. Uh, No question. I had gotten Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D on the 3DS. And uh, actually on eBay, the um, the Nintendo eBay store was selling copies of that game. They had like eight items up. It was $19.99 free shipping. So I was like, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't believe that. And I didn't own the game. So it was a no-brainer. And I wonder I, if the Nintendo eBay store is still a thing. I think I looked and I don't think anything was on it. But there was like eight really amazing deals on it. And I was like, this is kind of mind-blowing. I think I got uh, Bravely Second in Lair for like $15 free shipping sealed. Just random 3DS games, you know, I mean, they might have had some back stock sitting somewhere. But 20 bucks for Donkey Kong Country Returns, uh, that really was an amazing return to the series. And so Tropical Freeze just took that to the next level and it being ported to the Switch made it available to me. And that's why I put it on my list. I'm just happy to have that game, any Donkey Kong Country game, currently playable on the current platform. Got to be thankful for it. Yeah, definitely, bro. That's a great pick. I am still looking forward to playing the game. I've not done so yet. I think it's probably coming around for another one of these first party sales probably pretty soon. Couldn't recommend it more. Uh, Also, birthday coming, so... Anyway, (laughs) I'll get you into my number five, Sterling. Let's do it. 
Now, the game you would expect, the system you would not. So my number five is Resident Evil 4 for the PS2. Mm -hmm. Now, the biggest reason that I have this on my list is this kind of, it's almost its own sort of meme or joke at this point because the first copy of this game was printed with only for Nintendo GameCube on the label, which was a designation given to Nintendo by games that were only for the Nintendo GameCube. Um, however, something transpired. I don't know what it is at this point. Maybe the exclusivity ran out or maybe I don't know what happened, but the PS2 port was announced. Nintendo uh, forum users were furious the world over. And the world was better for it because now RE4 has since been ported onto every single platform in the world. Um, which is good because it's an amazing game. It's still, you know, one of my favorite games of all time. Um, and... RE4 on the PS2 was my way of playing it for a while. Um, in a certain living situation in an old apartment that I had, my buddy's copy on PS2, that was what was available to me. And you know I was playing it. And it took a whole lot of uh, adapting to the controls and everything. But we, uh, we powered through. <laughs> that's awesome, man. But yeah, so that's my pick. RE4 for the PS2. I think it was notable. Uh, so yes, Sterling. Uh, it's funny because I would never have that on a port top five because I only played it on GameCube. For the most part, I'm the same, Until but I did have a, f a, a few years of just like really tucked in experience with that version. Yeah, of course, we'd get the HD version, which would be available on absolutely everything. Yep. So uh, that was fantastic. Which I own on, I, I think I own this game on like maybe four or five different consoles at this I'm point. I'm in the same boat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up on my list, I, I think I'm going to have to toss out the obvious one that you already know is on the list, and that's Super Mario Advance 3 Yoshi's Island, ported from Super Nintendo to Game Boy Advance. We did a yep. lot of talking today about it, and we did a lot of talking last episode, I believe, about it. We did. Because it was also on my top five. It's actually escaping me what top five that was that we did. Anyway, but whatever it was, <laughs> uh, Yoshi's Island was on it. And Yoshi's Island's all over the place because it's fantastic. Uh, so that being ported to the Game Boy, I didn't actually own the cartridge for Super Nintendo as a kid. So having it for Game Boy Advance made it instantly playable and, mo and mobile. So... It was top five Game Boy Advance games. That's what it was. That makes sense, considering it's a Game Boy Advance game, right? Uh, well, it had to make this list. It looks yep. beautiful on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, I'm glad I have the cartridge now for the Super Nintendo because that, you know, and now I don't have the GBA one. So what kind of shit is that? I have to get that. Anyway, what you got next for us, brother? My number four is a game that um, I actually brought up to you today uh, as we were talking earlier, and it was a perfect inclusion on my list. It is Okami HD on the PS4. 
You have got a big brain on you. I have got to say, dude. I made it a point to buy this game when I got my PS4 a few years back. Um, it was still fairly new at that point. You know, obviously it's been a few years since then. Um, but yeah, the game is absolutely beautiful. I own it physically, which I'm very happy about because the box art is just absolutely gorgeous. And it's the best version of the game because graphically being updated from the PS2 into HD did wonders for what is already an absolutely, you know, gorgeous game. So um, that's really all I have to say. Okami, I love it. It's an amazing game. If you haven't played it, it's probably available on whatever console you have. Uh, you should probably just pick it it's up. It's on sale in the eShop right now. If, all the time. We have put yeah. Okami on every four or three shops we've done probably. I should probably get it on Switch anyway. You don't have it on Switch? Shit. Okami to Switch could have been on my ports list, honestly. I thought Bro, it might be. Okami is incredible. That's really one of our canon games to this podcast, dude. It Okami. is. It is for me, definitely. Yeah. Uh, num now, this one, uh, my number three, I don't know how this is going to hit you, but it's New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. I buy that. And I have a very specific reason for that. You see, when I first got my Switch, the first game I had with it was Odyssey. When it comes to 3D Mario experiences, I think you could say that that takes it uh, far above any expectation you could have had going into Absolutely. being a Switch owner. So that's not to outshine or say anything negative about 3D World plus Bowser's Fury because that was really, really up for argument on my list. Mine as well. Uh, for, for good reasoning. But this specifically, because the joy of having the Switch version, the newest version of the new Super Mario Bros. game, even if it's from the last entry, the last console, just fantastic. It fulfills what you want. Like you want a 3D Mario on Switch and you want a 2D one. So at the time this came, like when this came out, we didn't have Super Mario Maker 2 yet. It was the option, the 2D Mario up-to-date option. Yep. And that was special to me. I purchased it for the same reason digitally. Yep. Getting that game was was very important. And it's one that I love. I really did. It's one of my favorite Switch games. Uh, yep. Very glad to own it. Had to be on the list. Yep. Um, definitely, dude. That's a good pick. Our our lists are so synced up with each other, man. They're almost like mirror images. Like, <laughs> which is funny because earlier you were like, these are going to be so different, like so drastically. I thought you were different. going in such a different direction when we started theory crafting this list. You were talking about NES games <clears throat> and stuff like that, and uh, there were a lot of like arcade port to NES games that I thought about, man. But anywho, my number three is Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga for the 3DS. Now, I know you, some would argue that this is a remake and I see it on your face right now. <laughs> this was the closest one on my list, but I think that it's, Graphics refresh aside, the mechanics are like it, it feels so. I don't know. For me, 
Go ahead. It's a remake, but it is so true to the original in every fathomable way that I totally passed that being on this list, bro. It To me, it doesn't feel as much like a remake as something like other games that we've talked about. 64DS is an extreme example. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really second guess it until I saw your face just now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really second guess it until I saw your face just now. But uh, I, I think that... I don't know. It just fe- it feels so right. Anyway, I'm embarrassed. You go. Come on, man. No, no, really. Though, I've got to say, it, it really is so true to the original that it doesn't make a difference here. Because we've yeah. mentioned before in random conversation that you could play the 3DS version and you can get the the everything, get everything out of the game, the Game Boy Advance one, you know? Mm. And they just and vice versa and vice I feel versa. Like yep. other, yeah. So uh, it, it's a great pick. If someone had the Game Boy Advance version and we're like, oh, man, I really want the 3DS version. I would probably tell them it's not going to make a difference. Like, that's a great point. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Totally. If you have one or the other, like, it's like, OK, you got the experience. Cool. Yeah, like, I know there's that. an extra game on the um, 3DS version, but that being aside. Yeah, yeah. Which was fun. Anyway, was let's hear minions. about your number two, I believe, right? This is my number two, man. I don't think you, you would ever guess that this would be on my list. But that is NBA Jam getting ported from arcade to 16-bit. Because I'm giving props to both the Genesis and Super Nintendo ports. NBA Jam, bro. The sports game of a lifetime to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, up there with the Mario sports games and whatnot. Uh, NBA Jam is a special game that I originally played it on Genesis. And it has always mesmerized me. It's one of the most gratuitous games to play. Like when, when you make a shot, when you jump, when you release, when you make a shot, even when the ball bounces away, like... Everything about it is just so satisfying. And I don't think there's been a basketball game that's been made that hits me like NBA Jam when it was first brought to the home systems from the arcade, man. That's one of the biggest ports of all time. So it had to be up there on my list for sure. That's a good pick, man. Uh, My number two, again, we're all over the same wavelength here. Uh, Super Mario Advance 2, Super Mario World. This was my introduction to my favorite Mario game. Period. And Call what, it what a it glorious is. introduction it was. And I, yeah. I was exposed on the Super Nintendo, but it doesn't it doesn't matter to me which platform is discovered on. The magic is the magic. I do have some memories of playing it on a cousin's Super Nintendo. And it's I very vividly remember it. And this was before I owned it for GBA. But owning it versus playing it for one weekend at a cousin's house is a big difference. Right. So like you finally, my first you finally proper got to, exposure. Yeah. Like yeah. finally dumped time into it. Like correct. Which I did. <laughs> which created the love that you have. Yeah. And it's the namer of our podcast. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> Well, I think we're down to number ones, man. We are. My number one port 
is Quake from PC to 64. No surprise here. Did you see that one coming? I could. I knew it was going to be on your list for sure. Did you know 64 specifically? Because the thing is, I could have said You hinted Switch. at it when we were talking. You hinted at it when we were talking previously um, about this topic oh. when we first were theory crafting. That's the only reason. I could see that. I just thought you might have expected me to pick the Switch because I had a little bit of an argument in my mind whether I should just be like, ah, oh, the Switch one. You know, it's got 64 included in it. It's like all in one package. But when yeah. I go back in time and I think about the 64 and think about Quake and just think mm -hmm. about that scenario of having this incredible P game from the PC brought to the 64 uh, and I personally love Quake on 64. Like I said, that's like, if you took all my N64 games from me, I would just, just please let me keep that one. <laughs> it, it really, really, uh, brings me back into the PC Quake. It just, it reminds you of it so much, but it's just not exactly it. You know what I mean? Totally. Uh, the inclusion of Quake 64 in the the newest re-release of Quake on Switch and all the modern consoles. Fantastic. Playing that with the mouse and keyboard, it's great. Uh, in essence, it's a bare-bones, you know, uh, slightly bare-bones version of the PC game. Mm -hmm. uh, but visually, you know, shown the same. The soundtrack was done by Aubrey Hodges, not the Nine Inch Nails soundtrack you got on PC. But shout-out mm -hmm. to Aubrey Hodges for still holding it down and creating a great soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, but I think I already knew when we started talking about this list and making this list that this was going to be number one just because of the love I have for Quake and 64 and seeing Quake on 64. That's just a yep. joy to me. Definitely, dude. But I can't wait to hear your number one. My number one is Pokemon Crystal on the Virtual Console on the Nintendo 3DS. You say that so smugly, and I know you're so sure of yourself. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. Your face was just so confident as you said it. And, it's and I just know there's, no, there's no other pick for me. Sterling, this is the game of our childhoods, right? I mean, Gen 2, Pokemon, Gen two, Gold, Pokemon, Silver, Crystal. Yep. I mean, this is it, right? So what's the one thing that we were missing, you know, from Pokemon Crystal specifically, and as it, Americans, you, I love you, bro. It, it's so funny that you you put this as your number one. And when I was making my list, I was like, "Oh man, if I go into virtual console territory, that could start making this list difficult." But that is a clutch. The fact that you clutched a single one and it was number one, and it was Pokemon Crystal. Hats off to you, bro. Snap back off to you on the snapback edition <laughs> of the Star Road podcast. It It's the most significant virtual console game ever made. I mean, it's got to be because it's the only game that has content that can be brought forward into now. And that's amazing. Like they, that compatibility, to my knowledge, does not exist for something from within a virtual console game to be ported out to like your iphone i mean legit yeah yeah 
So for that reason and the fact that it gave us access to content that we knew of, but knew was locked to us. And it, it just all came together perfectly for me for this to be my number one port. I mean, it's the number one most significant to me because it was a no brainer for me to pick this up. It's the only it's one of the only virtual console games I own on the 3DS that I, you know, that I purchased from the shop and everything. And it was a no brainer for me. Amazing pick, dude. Like I said, completely clutched it. Best purchase you can make on the virtual console. I don't think there's any argument there. Go ahead and pick up Pokemon trading card game as well. No question. But, that uh, game's a gem. But yeah, Pokemon Crystal, that's if you have a 3DS without that. And sorry, I guess I should say what I'm actually referring to here before we close this out. <laughs> like in the in the in the game Pokemon Crystal as it was released in the US, um, there was an event coded in f- to get a GS ball from Kurt. And once you or no, sorry, you get a GS ball from the the mobile center gb which was like the cell phone attachment thing that was japan exclusive and then you bring that to kurt and it unlocks celebi like in the ilex forest and this was something that we speculated on in gold and silver before crystal was even a thing we did the shrine the shrine and that's where you actually get it so just the fact that it like weren't we using sweet scent on the shrine I remember that we would theory craft <laughs> how, like what to do to get Celebi to appear. And bro, now, I think we were walking certain steps this way up down, like bro, am I remembering this correctly? Using no, you're hundred percent. Right. Yes. Holy legit. shit, dude. Yep. This and is so real. We actually so, did wind up like, I, I'm familiar with the GS ball and all that, but I actually never connected that. We were right. Like we were ahead right, of time. Dude. Not only that, if I'm not remembering like incorrectly, like when he when it comes down, I'm not going to say it's the same animation as Sweet Scent does, but it feels very similar. Like, oh, man, (laughs) (laughs) that is crazy, dude. Yeah, so oh, th- that, this is making me so excited to have Arceus and just to get on Arceus. Dude. Oh my god, I know. I am about to but sink so much time into this game. The closing explanation on that is the virtual console games can actually have Pokemon ported out to Pokemon Home, which means you can actually bring them all the way forward to the modern day games. Yep. So it's one of the only permanent, legitimate ways to acquire Celebi. Like there's a there's a few games you can do it in now, but it's one of the it's you know one of the most interesting ways I would say to acquire an event Pokemon like this. Definitely. Uh, now we're still waiting. Uh, we're still waiting to see uh, what's going on with the Pokemon Home situation on Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. I know, yeah, I know very that we odd. haven't really talked about that much. No, we haven't. But I haven't really thought about it too much because I only recently beat the main game. It's something that from time to time I, I'll i think about it and be like, it's, it, one of these days we'll see some trailer drop on YouTube and it'll just be like, oh, yeah, now it's home compatible. 
because ilk is behind it. So you, it's inevitable. That, you would almost think it's completely inevitable. I mean, you took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. That is the most inexplicable part to me. So uh, we're waiting on that. Uh, we mentioned before, I don't think we're going to get any type of home situation with Arceus. Could be wrong. Might be limited. Very limited. It could be wrong. I mean, every Pokemon game that that has come out for the most part, I mean, has had some connectivity with home. So it wouldn't surprise me to see Arceus have maybe outbound only type of situation or something like that. Yeah. Like you can take Pokemon out, but you can't put them back yeah, in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think that But we would have to have Diamond and Pearl before we even got to that point. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. But uh, I think that wraps it up for the ports, man. What a, what a list, huh? Yeah, really good stuff, man. Um, but you have a pretty spicy three shop for us from what I remember. I do. Two, two of them are games that I picked up on this sale. I can say hey, that. That's, what, that's how you know. Loving both. So I'm glad I get to talk about both of them. The other one is one I've brought up before and is just an absolute must buy on a great sale. Uh, but before I get into them, I wanted to mention... Now, what's the date? <laughs> the 30th, we're recording this podcast. You still have till the month's end, so not long from after recording <laughs> a this. Day and a yeah. Half. Uh, yeah. Not long after recording this, you can get the NES online controllers for $34.99. Uh, I am going to admit to you, Tyler, I think I brought it up to you a time or two before. Uh, it's funny, I mentioned on the last one that, you know, I had already gotten these, so. It wasn't a sale that I was going to partake in, <laughs> but uh, I got a set. I got another set just because I thought thirty four ninety nine, great price tag, and yeah, I realized that I had a WarioWare get it together pin set in my cart that I had gotten with like a thousand platinum points. But when I saw it was like seven bucks shipping, I was like, eh, I'll wait till something else is, you know. I claimed it, so I was like, I'll wait till I maybe order yeah. something from them and tag it on. So I said, like, you know what? I'll tag it onto these NES controllers, bro. May as well, yeah. Uh, so I think 42-something, and I got the WarriorWare pin set and another set of controllers coming. Fuck it, right? Awesome. Uh, and also, I don't know uh, how far you've gotten. My girl and I completed WarriorWare Get It Together. Fantastic game. Yeah. Uh, me and Tyler talked about about it a lot. Mm-hmm. but Yeah, we're still working our way through it. Um but yeah, it's a game that I definitely am excited to put more into. Yeah, a lot of surprises in store, I gotta say, bro. Uh, but getting into the three shop, have you heard of a platformer called Goblin Sword, Tyler? Um, only from you. It's funny because it the title comes off as kind of, you know, basic. You know, Goblin mm-hmm. Sword, it, you know, it seems like it could be lost in a sea of games. And the price sure. tag on it is normally four ninety nine. Uh, but it's on sale for one ninety nine, sixty percent off until February 9th. Uh, I, I saw it was one ninety nine on this sale, and I took a second look at it, and I said, you know, this game really actually looks pretty good. When I took a second look at it, if I have ever really paid much attention to it at all, and uh, I was like, it kind of looks like Terraria, like like similar to Terraria graphics platformer, dollar ninety nine. Why not? I booted sure. it up. I actually continued to play it. I mean, it's actually a really good platformer, dude. Like, 
mer- like a merchant with you know gear and weapons and just some some light little RPG elements to mm-hmm. what is essentially just a very well made platformer. Uh, and, and I played it quite a bit, man. And I gotta say, for a dollar ninety nine, this is a must buy. I mean, I was on my girl's Switch earlier uh, when I went to go check the sale for the three shop and I just purchased it for, I mean, yeah, it's just a no brainer, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to mention that one that I also picked up. The only other game I picked up on the recent sale is ghosts and goblins resurrection. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, you were telling been, me about this. been interested in getting this game since it came out, uh, which wasn't too, too long ago. I don't think, uh, because I love Ghosts and Goblins on the NES. And I know it's a painfully hard game, but that's why I love it. Making progress in that game feels like making progress in life. <laughs> uh, and and that was one of the final cuts on the port list. I really almost put Ghosts and Goblins from arcade to NES. Yeah. That and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out were like right at the cutoff for the ports list, man. Uh, but... So I saw that they had a sale on Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, which is a remaster, basically, of Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, fine-tuned, you know, newer version. Also, I wanted to mention to you, Tyler, before I get into the sale, I found it interesting. Uh, now, this is Capcom, but when I booted up the game, it said it's in the RE engine. Hmm. Um, you know, that just was interesting to me. I guess that engine can be used for many things. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. Capcom probably utilizes it for a few projects that aren't Resident Evil style games, you know. But I found that right. interesting, though. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the game is normally twenty nine ninety nine, but it's on sale for nineteen seventy nine, thirty four percent off until February seventh. I have been playing it quite a bit. It's probably the up until Arceus now. I mean, it's been the most played game since the last podcast, probably. Uh, and I'm loving it. I think it's fantastic for 20 bucks. Probably got a few points in there, you know, maybe get it for 19 something. Yeah, definitely worth jumping on. I brought up Moonlighter before. Uh, I think I recently brought up Moonlighter as being the only, you know, aside from like a limited run game or something you could buy in, you know, like, or, or something that isn't purchasable in GameStop, for example. Uh, Moonlighter is the only physical Switch game that came with a full color, beautiful manual from game Love from GameStop, that. and I say that specifically because we have these other great companies like Limited Run and Special Reserve that give us manuals understood. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to see that. But Moonlighter Complete Edition with the Between Dimensions DLC included, normally twenty eight ninety nine, now six dollars and ninety five cents. 76% off until February 6th. What a steal, bro. Really? Yeah. Uh, I might end up looking into this because that sounds pretty enticing. I could see you loving Moonlighter. I think when I explained the premise of it, you sounded pretty interested, but I could just, Definitely, just the yeah. aesthetics of it and just the gameplay, I could really see you digging that big time. Absolutely. Uh, but that's a closeout on the three shop, Tyler, and that's a closeout on this week's episode of the Star Road Podcast. Any final thoughts? Can't wait to talk more about RCS next time. Oh, definitely. And uh, we're going to do a little conversing about what our top five is going to be, but that might already be set in stone. Maybe. We'll see, we'll maybe. see what Tyler's we'll to, got to say about it. We're going to... We're gonna, uh, 
we'll get back to you on that. But next episode, Pokemon Legends Arceus, full review as the discussion topic. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback, please reach out to us at starroadpodcast at gmail.com. We also have some amazingly beautiful, wonderful YouTube videos <laughs> on our YouTube channel, Star Road Podcast. Sterling has been diligently um, Access to those. basic, wonderfully basic clips of this podcast. That's all, that's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> um, but yeah, check us out on YouTube. Like, subscribe, ring the bell, all that good ring stuff. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. <laughs> that's what it's come to. Thank you for tuning in to the snapback edition of the Star Road Podcast. I'm Sterling. This is Tyler. Take it easy, everybody. Peace.